Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 90. 90? I think you should do it. Yeah, you should do a trumpet for that one. I don't want to do the same thing. So, <laughs> well, what was that? It was fine, terrible is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> July 26, 2017. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. Trust that was in t- crisp. That was a crisp one. Yeah, that was like a good that. one. I warmed up on trust the other monstrosity. Trust in Tristan. <laughs> trust in Timber. Sean Petty, Scott Turner, Andrew Reed, Randall Denver, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, and Shane. Turns out not related to Charles Bronson. Bronson. He's he's lying. He's Nazi. The guy's got a death wish. (laughs) (laughs) He's got three or four of them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So what uh, what are we uh, what are we working on? Let's, Let's see here. Who Tim? What are you working on? I am working on my marimba sculpture, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about what I did over the weekend was I went to, with Vance Maker, came with me. I went to uh, Jimmy Duress's farmhouse in upstate New York. You sure you didn't go with him? Yeah, I'm very sure I went with him. That's exactly what I said. You mean, oh, you mean did Vance take me? Right. No, I drove. So, uh, yeah, no, he was tired. Do you have like a... A drum and like a symbol that we could hit every time one of these happens. There it is. <laughs> of course he does. That was the gong, by the way. Oh. <laughs> if we really Chuck, have that, Chuck Barris, I'll we'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, let's get a gong, please. A tiny gong that could be a video, and <laughs> okay. we'd use it on the Ooh. podcast. I'll work. We can on make it. it out of something. Yeah. Something. You no, know, he means. Th- anyways, it's fine. I know. I know exactly what he means. <laughs> the uh, but so I went. I went up to Jimmy's farmhouse this weekend, where um, Taylor had the idea of building this giant uh, Taylor Forrest, who's Jimmy's uh, partner, um, of building this teepee, like a twenty foot tall teepee, on the property. And she had bought this canvas a while back, and so they decided to have this teepee raising party. And I'm not going to name names of all the people that were there because I don't want to miss anyone. There's just like all these amazing and awesome people there, and you all know who you are, and we all had a great time, and it was awesome. And thank you all very much for sharing your time with me and my son Vance and allowing us to share our time with you. Um, but it was a super interesting experience. I really enjoyed exposing Vance to uh, these people, and I just kept thinking about it like he's seven years old and he's in at this, this farm in upstate New York with like 20 to 30 of the most amazing and creative people I know. Absolutely. And they're making a, a teepee, like a primitive structure out of like locally harvested materials with the assistance of a drone and videotaping <laughs> it all. Like, That's awesome. I can't wait to see what kind of man he grows into, <laughs> you know, like what a great experience. And I just wanted to thank everybody for that again, as I have on social media prior to this. Yeah, I can say for 100% truth that I never in my life as a little kid ever did anything that cool, ever. I, I, I have to agree. I mean, I, I did some cool stuff. And you think about those memories you have as a child, yeah. like these things that might have been pretty cool or, you know, and, but uh, that's, that's the idea of, of, you know, what I'm trying to do for Vance, which is why I brought him there. Like it would have been easier for me to go without him and I could have hung out all night instead of – we set our tent up way out in the woods in uh, – which is Covenant, I guess it's called. There's this part of the property that's all these like pine trees and 
Jimmy said they call it that because it's like the old timey cartoons where the trees are haunted and they reach out and slap you. <laughs> like whenever you're driving the quad through there, they like there's always a Vance. Let's go you. sleep there. Yeah, no, Vance picked it with me. He loved it, and it was like all yeah. fun because it was a little spooky. And we heard coyotes one night. And, cool. And we're sleeping in the in the pine grove, and uh, you know, so you know, I was not able to participate in the adult activities as much because I was there as a father first, you know, but uh, it was, it was great. It was just great to, to do that. And, uh, and to, to have Vance, even though he learned a few new words, <laughs> terrific, <laughs> you know, that's fine. Um, you know, he'll well, learn that's that because time. Derek, Derek was there. Derek was there. And that's why he learned new words. <laughs> no, it's because all of us were there <laughs> and we were building a 20 foot teepee. <laughs> and Derek and John, if you're if you're listening, uh, I just, real quick, man, you guys made my Boston trip. I love you both so hard. Okay, go ahead. Okay, well, I was actually gonna pass it on to you. Why don't you talk about uh, your love? I my love. Talk I, less about your love. <laughs> my love. What I what I made for my love oh, is makes more sense. I was prepared. I knew the segue. Okay. I just think it sounds so beautiful. It's the best one I've done, and it kicked my butt making it happen. Um, just totally. I found out the other two guitar or three guitars I built, I built wrong because did you know that the scale that you buy for the 25 and a half inch scale ends not where the bridge goes? It ends, and then it has a space, but that's not where the bridge goes. So I built these short little guitars because they didn't actually have a 25 and a half Oh, you didn't have frets in length. it, so it didn't matter. Yes, it does matter the distance to the fret. I mean, well, to the you, bridge. Did, did you have? Did you have marks? Well, no, it doesn't because if the whole idea of the is you take a string, whether it's one inch long or forty inches long, and and you tune it to a, a pitch, and you okay. vibrate it, and it and it produces a tone. When you tune it to a certain tension, if you cut that string in half, so if say it was 40 inches and you cut it in half to 20 inches and you pluck that 20 inches, now it is that exact same note one octave higher. And so that's what that whole scale is based on. So the, it does matter because the measurements of the frets are, and that's why the math is so complicated. That's, that's what I'm saying. So if you I don't have, have frets in it and you put the bridge on, it's still going to, you just have to put your finger in a different position to create the pitch you want. But when you have frets, there's no room for error. You have to have that all exactly right. Well, I, it took me three necks, three redesigns, and then finally, and I was trying to use some plywood laminating those together. Mm. I just screwed them up because of mistakes. And then I, I said, screw it. I'm gonna, I have a couple more pieces of solid, um, red oak. So I, I did the neck design out of one piece of oak, and I was gonna put a fretboard on top of that. And that's when I discovered that the fretboard was too short. So I'm like, okay, I got to Frankenstein this neck out another, three or four inches and add some more frets to it, which is cool because now it's got a whole buttload of frets. It looks really neat. A whole buttload so. of frets. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they measure them at the Gibson factory. Yeah. yeah. How many buttloads you putting on that one? Uh, I got 22. Got two, this guitar's got two <laughs> buttloads of frets. <laughs> That's a real but measure. But yeah, yeah, I um, In Canada. My back's been out for the last few days, and, and so I've been, uh, it's been perfect. A guitar is a very light build, and I could take 10, 15 minutes, go stand out in the garage, work on a little bit, go take a break and it's finished. Casey loves it and I'm excited. So now I'm going to make me one, not four strings. That's way beyond my capability. I'm going to go back to three strings, but with the right size scale length and the exact same cigar box that Nick Wiegand gave me, except in yellow for mine. 
the two of you should form a ZZ Top tribute band and play your matching cigar box guitars. Ooh, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, no. uh, and then um, no, wait, 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 wait. Oh. I, I had something else I was gonna say. Um, oh, I'm also going to start. Actually, that's that's the next project. I'm I'm gonna start on my um, priority box challenge because I have a need, and I'm going to use what he sent us to fulfill this need. And I think it's kind of cool, so I just so I'll I'll do that build next, and then the and then the other guitar. So I'm I'm having fun. I'm getting a lot of positive responses for the the guitar builds, and and people seem to like them. So it's fun, so much fun. This last one is way better than the first one. Failed two working. That yeah, that's what Jimmy always says. Sounds you got to do it three times. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's what my wife says also. <laughs> How is you know what you junior? can go right ahead and go AJ right yeah. AJ yeah. yeah yeah he's good he's very good um, oh three times have the kids I thought no I took that in a whole other way it's still the same way it was a double entendre it was good either way well if you can do three times in one sitting that's pretty darn good well you don't always have to sit <laughs> oh yeah that yoga book uh, with the uh, <laughs> mantras and stuff yep. Yoga with mantras. <laughs> um, I happen to be on vacation. Oh, is it my turn or you, you had more stuff? Please go. Um, go. I'm yeah. currently on vacation. And uh, so today is day one. So the kids are were in school this morning. So that means that... Uh, yeah, do it. <laughs> so I'd like, so it was like the first time in... I don't know, a really long time where I was making and there was like daylight outside. So this morning I was just uh, working on, what are you reaching for there? Um, I'm looking up an email. Oh, tremendous. I will keep talking. Um, so I, I was While paying attention to you. No, clearly. I know. If anything, you are a multitasker. So, uh, yeah, so I was making this. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a couple of step stools this morning. And uh, and I have all of that stuff from that priority box just sort of just just sitting on a table. And the idea I had before, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent confident in anymore. So I think I'm going to go back to the drawing board. Um, Mine's and, done, uh, by the way. Of course it is. <laughs> you 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 hyper productive. It's horrible. You. Well, he's <laughs> it's the, a, it's he's, a he's, joke. he's the upcycle king, man. I know, but all that stuff was so weird. It doesn't really I go know. together. I, I only use like twenty percent of it. I, but see, that's the thing, though, is I, I have this vision of being able to put a lot of that stuff together. Mm. It's going to be cool. I'm excited. Like, I hope I you do because... I glued everything together, and yeah, it would just be well, a pile if of you stuff. Do, do an art piece. <laughs> do something. Make a make a. That was my initial statue. thought. That was yeah. my initial thought. But then I was like, eh, I don't know. This is going to be kind of sucky. So I'm going to go back and try to do something functional. But, uh, you know, I wanted to say that I, I first of all, I put out a, I put out a video a few days back about uh, my favorite push stick. I thought I'd, I'd I missed crank that. out a I real quick footage. Yeah, I I watched it because I like you, Phil. I, no, you I, know what? You know how the YouTube feeds are. Sometimes they don't like everybody doesn't always show up. Like your subscriptions. Yeah, yeah. Like, no worries. You know, so I missed it. I'm sorry. No I'll go look for it. That's fine. Um, it's not a big deal. It's just it's just my favorite push stick. Um, so I did that, and I had a bit of interesting sort of. Um, I did my first ever video on Instagram, 
and and I've gotten a, a tremendous, I think, amount of success out of it. Was this like uh, you're you're thinking about the water slide one? I'm not. I I, I am I'm not kidding. That was like I'm pretty sure that rivals Apple Jolly Ranchers, dude. <laughs> is one of my favorite things I've ever experienced. I did, I did it a good 10, 15 times. It was actually a lot of fun. I did a for anyone who doesn't know, I did a slip and slide. Well, like the kids did a slip and slide, and they're like, "How do we do this?" So I was like, "But, but stand back, kids." The way you did it is like you almost face planted, but you pulled it off like a perfect land, kind of like a gymnast when they when they land they and they land got that one they step go, they oh, can take perfect. and they go, yeah. Look how that, awesome I am! <laughs> I am the Carrie Strug of slip and slide. That's what that's what I always called you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the other video that I did was like like this five second thing, but I was pairing off like these uh, like the shavings or I don't know the burr that that when you drill a pocket hole that's created there. So instead of Using sandpaper, like I would normally, I was like, you know what? Let me try it with a chisel, and I, and I use that video camera that I picked up, and and it's great for that. And I zoomed you right in. You hit the in. chisel with the camera? No, no, oh. I just I just took the burr off with the chisel real quick, and and uh, as of now, it's got like almost four thousand views on this little five second video, and I was like, wow, this is pretty powerful. I've been, I've been on that's fairly new, right? Um, is that the stories? Is that what it is called? It's not stories. It's just that you could just put a video instead of a picture into of your regular picture? feed. Hmm. So I think I'm, I mean, good amount of success from that. And I, I want to send another shout out over to uh, Made for Profit. These, these guys have really opened my eyes up to what I should be doing on Instagram. And, uh, and, and I've seen a tremendous amount of success just, just, uh, just doing that and, uh, following their first three or three or four, whatever, um, episodes that they that they did was all about instagram and it, it's been amazing for me so uh so i, I did that and uh I do that I've, been, I've, I've caught myself watching um Alecky's videos he's he's quite he's, he's quite the uh productive builder he he is and he approaches woodworking as a football player you know what yeah. i mean like just <laughs> yeah. with that kind of tenacity and and problem solving and just like never say die attitude like that built that table that he built that like he just couldn't get square. So what does he do? In the middle section, he cuts some relief cuts with a circular saw so that the table will bend square as he attaches it to a subframe. I oh yeah, like, I do wow, that all the time. Really have- yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah. the reclaim wood, especially. That's a good trick. Yeah, you take if you have, never you have an inch thick top. You haven't watched those videos of mine either. Uh, if you take like four hundred. If you take an inch thick top and it's like kind of like all gnarly and squirrely and there's a lot of tension there, yeah, you go to the bottom side and you set your your skill saw to like a half inch depth and you just score the heck out of it and then you can yeah. squeeze it down. I thought that was, well, I guess it's I a great missed trick. That in your video. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, before I forget, I wanted to mention again the uh, the sponsor of this week's episode, which is M24 Bags. Um, we uh, we still, I mean, I still use mine every day. Yeah, I'm uh, actually yeah, using mine now. I took yeah. the tools out. I'm actually using it just for like other things, but it's it's a beefy bag, dude. It's yeah, a I love beefy mine. bag. Really, it's great. Yeah. I really like it. Um, and and I'm not gonna dwell on it too much because we're not super like, uh, you know, uh, shilly or anything. But this this one, like I said, matches up really well with with who we what are we do. do exactly so i just want to let everyone know again that the link is in the show notes uh it is definitely in last week's so i'll put it again in this week's there is a 10 percent off promo code just type in reclaimed when you have the opportunity in your checkout and uh, and you'll get 10 points off uh care of these dudes so um so yeah really excited about that one hey you know speaking of being shilly <laughs> yep <laughs> there's something else we should mention uh 
let me let me set the stage for how this all works. But um, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with evolution saws. They're the ones that make the chop saws that cut through both wood and metal with the same blade. And there's other companies that do stuff like that too. They had contacted me a little while back and asked me if they could send me a saw to make a video about it. And I said I didn't really want to do that. I said, but I do have um, this podcast that I think that saw would make sense for because, you know, being reclaimed audio, we find ourselves cutting through wood that has metal in it all the time, you know, pallets and whatnot. And so I said, how about this? Instead of that, why don't you send one of those saws to, to, you know, me, Bill, and Phil, and we will try these saws out and discuss it in our podcast to give you a new platform for where, you know, you can promote your your saw because they do a lot of promotions on YouTube. Um, so that they never wrote back to me, but then all of a sudden we all got sauce in the mail. <laughs> so, so yeah. I'm assuming that meant yes. So I got a saw in the mail a few weeks ago. Then Bill about a week after me got one. And then Phil just recently got his. So Phil hasn't had as much time with it, but um, both Bill and I have had a couple weeks now uh, with our saws. And so to give our quick audio review of the saw, there's, there's good and bad about it. Um, the, the price point on the thing is, is pretty good. It's a, a pretty yeah. inexpensive saw. I know that it's expensive to replace the blades and they're proprietary. So you're kind of like, you're sort of like, if you buy it, you sort of want to stick with their blades. And that's, that's something that always sort of bothers me about products, but it does work, um, better than I expected. It's, you know, when I, when I took the saw out of the box and put it together, it didn't feel like it was like the highest quality build, but it felt comparable to a lot of the tools I have in my shop. But I put it together, and uh, I had trouble with the laser on mine. I know you had a different story, Bill, but um, I couldn't get the laser to line up right, so I just turned it off, and uh, I never had one anyways. <laughs> you know? Why well, start now? But um, uh, I was very impressed with how uh, square and clean the cuts were, You know, and I, I took a piece of steel. I cut 45s on it to put it together like if you were going to weld a miter, and, um, and that's like you know, a problem when you're using band saws or a hand cutting with an angle grinder. And it was just dead on. It was ready for welding right out of the cut. Yep. And uh, I was yep. like, wow, this saw has a place in my shop just for that. So I actually took out my little DeWalt 10 inch uh, chop saw that doesn't compound slide and, um, and put that in place. And now I've been using it, you know, just every time I, I don't use a miter saw a lot, but I've been using it every time I need to use a miter saw and it. And it's fine. It's fine. I, I've been, happy with it it's it does this weird thing where it pauses for a second before it starts when you pull the trigger and yeah that always but that's 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 kind of good because i mean yeah it's it's got a uh it's a torque feature you know is that what it is yeah so yeah. but it's like it's it's good because it is like uh it's just like different i'm not used to that every other saw you have you grab the trigger and it goes but it's just like this oh yeah that's right this is freaking dangerous i should pay attention it gives you the kind of second to remember that almost so i kind of at first i didn't like it but now i like it um and yeah it cuts it cuts through wood you said and metal. the same thing about me yeah i did say the same thing about you phil i liked right off the bat but uh yeah yeah but yeah. so that was that's my impressions of the saw is that you know for the price it's a good saw um and it does do as advertised it cuts through wood and metal they actually sent me a box of a bunch of materials to cut with it which i thought was really funny did you guys get the box of materials i didn't no. know no, they sent me like a box of like a two by four with nails in it. I was like, like I need another two by four full of nails. Thank you. Well, <laughs> well I cut, I, I cut. I, I, my experience with the thing is that it is for what its intended use is. It's perfect. I don't think it belongs in a machine shop by any mm. means, but it belongs in my garage. Yes. and I'm going to use it. And I cut um, the red oak that I have with stake beds, and it's got nails and screw stuff in there. It 
it did that thing with uh, with no problem. And I also cut some angle iron, did a little welding with it. And like you said, it was spot on. So if it was in a machine shop and used every day constantly, not a chance. But for the price point and what I expected of it, it exceeded that. It hmm. really did. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with it. Right. Yeah. For guys like – go for in the States? I don't uh, know. Less than 100 bucks. No. I think it's like – More than 100. I think they're like 99 bucks, man. No, not the ones what? we have. We have the ones. No, we, not the. Yeah, we have yeah. the sliding uh, double compound. They're, they're more like two hundred, but um, yeah, you know, for the but that's if you're gonna if you're a weekend warrior, or you're a part timer, absolutely, no doubt about it. You want to be able to cut metal wood. You want to cut through pallets. It's like the perfect saw for like the guy that's making furniture out of pallets. No doubt about it. Uh, and and for me, for that matter, it's fine because I'm not a heavy miter saw guy. But yeah, if you're a wood shop or a production shop no you need to get you need to get a bosch you know <laughs> it's just all there is to it. But, <laughs> you know at least you know but uh yeah no it's, I, I, I was pleasantly surprised i think i think what this does is that it, it replaces a few different tools and that's exactly what's right for the garage diy guy yeah, you know what point. i mean like you're gonna have a cutoff saw you're gonna have uh you know uh all, all kinds of different tools that this really just replaces in a in a in a compact size and allows you to get a lot more features than you'd otherwise have access to and i mm. think that's the sort of the compromise of everything and, and it's also more compact than saws of the same size with the same size blade and mm. it's way lighter i yeah, i have light. no problem shoving it underneath my bench now because i clean my garage and it fits there and it, it, i can pull it out it doesn't feel like a, a beast so that's I did, good. I didn't think I was going to put it in my miter station, and I did. Okay. Um, I was I was surprised that I did, but I was just like, because I had it, I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to use it for cutting angle iron or whatever steel, and I'm going to keep it over in the metalworking section. And then I was I like, would, I don't want two of these taking up space, so I took out the one that only cuts wood and put in the one that cuts both. You know. It's now, all, all the praise being said, I would be I would caution people to remember there's a lot of plastic parts on there, and. A lot of those plastic parts don't move. And when parts don't move, you don't need to torque them down. So if it's plastic, just tighten it. Yeah. You know, if it's, it's not, it's not the blade itself. You crank that puppy down, but everything else, all the little guards and, and, you know, just, just yeah. don't go crazy with it and it'll last. Yeah. Kid gloves. Yeah. Just kick, just yeah. not, not factory work, you know, yeah, kid right. gloves in your shop. You'll be great. You'll love it. It'll last you for years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good little segue. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. It's a terrible segue. Make, Actually, it's make a, it a good really one. bad segue. <laughs> make it one, man. Okay. On, How do you turn a really bad segue into a good segue? That's a good segue. Into... You're welcome. <laughs> you are the king, Bill. He you are the, the king. king. <laughs> um, so this week's topic is making good from bad, and this this comes in from a from a listener sort of feedback thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I was just totally inspired. Um, we got an email that basically just said, uh, you know, struggles in life happen, and I've been kicking butt trying to get things together, and they're going well. And a part of that is because I've been listening to you guys from day one. And to hear that from somebody, it's like, you know, that just touched the feel buttons. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that is so amazing to get that kind of feedback. I know we have a positive impact on our community. We get enough of that. But this is this guy was serious. He was like, hey, man, you guys really make a difference. And I'm I'm getting to the point now where I'm going to start upcycling and recycling. It's just I know I'm going to do this. He just motivated the hell. And I've had a bad back for the last three days. I read his email, and I'm just like, ah, I'm I'll suffer through it, man, you know, because things happen. Things happen in life and you overcome them 
And uh, that's a that's a positive way. And I, I thought it would be fun to talk about this in how in regards to how reclaiming and upcycling or making in general has changed our lives. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's strange because it's completely transformed mine. I mean, uh, before I was making, I was a hockey player. <laughs> so that's what I did at night. You know, that was my shtick. I played hockey like, uh, I don't know, two, three nights a week I was on the ice. And and I tried to do that a couple weeks back. I, I subbed for a buddy of mine in the league. And, uh, man, it took me like a good three days to recover. You don't uh, – you can't just bounce back that quick. Yeah, no Ice weekend warrioring in hockey. <laughs> no. Um, but, but I realized when I got back home, yeah, I had a good time with the boys. And we had a couple of beers after. And, you know, it was great. And it was good to, you know, to lace up the skates again. But I love – I love making in the garage, you know, like I, I love my shop and it, it's taken me a good three, four years to build out what I think is a respectable shop and, and the ability to go in there and make something that I'm proud of, that my family can use, that another family can use that, you know, that's, that's a, a meaningful, impactful gift that I like the things that I put on Etsy. It's added a dimension of meaning for my life. And, uh, and I know that sounds weird and corny and whatever, but but it's it's truly the way I feel, and it's uh, and it's amazing to build out these skill sets that I never had before. I don't know. I, I guess it's it's added an element of purpose for me. Hmm. Excellent. Excellent. I um, I, I could get, and maybe I will as as the podcast goes on. Uh, you know, I could get very personal about you know some specifics in my life of things that have been bad and and all that. Um, but what I've found is that. When I'm when I'm mad, when I'm like really PO'd, I clean, I sweep, <laughs> I organize, and I clean. And when I'm I'm sad is when I find myself wanting to create. Uh, and then when I'm happy, I find myself wanting to create too, I guess. But uh, but angry is always cleaning. <laughs> we are very different people. Uh, yeah, no, I sweep. I sweep. Like, you son of a, I got that push that broom. I get every dust bit. <laughs> wow. Okay. But um, yeah. But you know, my whole uh, you know, quote unquote, maker journey actually begins with tragedy. As I, I know, I mentioned in a previous episode of the podcast that I I had lost a, a friend um, when we were young. I was in my twenties, as was he, and uh, it was while he was dealing with this that I. I quit the job that I had and I, I decided that I was going to, you know, dedicate my life to music and art and, and get my music career going, um, in his absence. Uh, you know, so I moved back to home, you know, the state that Connecticut here where, where he lived and I had moved away from and, um, you know, to, to get my music career back together and spend time with him. And then he passed and, uh, and I found myself in my landlord's wood shop learning how to make guitars. So really it all, starts at a tragedy for me almost. And I feel like it was, you know, it, it, with hindsight being, you know, 2020, I, I, I see that now that that was what I was doing is, is I was trying to create something beautiful out of something horrible. And, uh, and I feel like that's still, you know, we, even the motto of my business is making, you know, worthless things price priceless. And that's what attracts me to reclaiming. That's sort of been my mission that started at this point, uh, is that if, you know, to, to live a life that's fulfilling and, and happy and, create beauty out of horror and, and, and bad things. So I, I think that a lot of our listeners probably understand that as, as our, yeah, our listener did the road in, you know, and, and I know Bill, you have a similar. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my, 
some people know, and I, I'm not afraid to tell it on air. Um, the first half of my life, up until I was 25, was very chaotic. It was very much a party thing for me. I was uh, doing things I shouldn't have been, making bad decisions. And throughout all of that, though, if I ever found myself the opportunity to make something, to be creative, I could set that away. I could set down that lifestyle of just not uh, not being smart, you know, doing too much partying. And, and it got to a point where uh, at 25, I, I came really super close to being into a lot of trouble. And it scared the hell out of me. And I was like, okay, I need to... If, if I, I can see now, if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to end up in jail or dead. Hmm. And so I, I, I realized that it wasn't the, it wasn't the, the drugs or the drinking that was my problem. It was the lifestyle. It was the people and I needed to change my environment. So at 25, I moved to Utah and I had an opportunity to just go out there and start over. I figured I'd give it a year, spread my wings, you know, get some responsibility. Um, and it ended up being 10 years. But it was, it was, it was throughout all of that, making has been a part of it. And because of what I do for a living, I've always been creative or had to fix things or fabricate things. Um, made a little bit on the side, but the, uh, Casey Salon started off. I, I didn't ever have any tools at the house because I had access to them at work. So, but the salon thing came up and I told the girls, you know, give me a few hundred bucks and let's, let's do a salon. So I went from, you know, my creative outlet was keeping the yard clean. Uh, at the house, but now it's like, yeah, the yard's fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something. And I, I've, <laughs> I've got quite a shop of tools now, and I'm, I'm. It's just amazing. But yeah, the upcycling, especially for me, because it is, it is taking something worthless, how I felt about myself, and um, making it into something worthwhile. And mm, it's how mm. I feel about myself now. You know, in this community finding this community the internet allowing us all to find each other because i think we were all solo single people out there with the same stories in so many ways and the internet's what's brought us together that's such a valid point because i think uh individually we're a bunch of weirdos but together yeah. as a community you know we're like we we are yeah. the norm within that we are we're more Absolutely. yeah we're a revolution yeah, yeah. Yep. So, like, I think before I found this community, I don't remember how I even got into that Facebook group, but that was transformative for me. Uh, that really, that really changed things for me big time. Like, I just was that that guy. Like, I was that. <laughs> that my wife always says it. I'm married to the one Jewish guy who knows how to use his hands. So <laughs> that, that that was me, uh, the weirdo. And then She's I met this group talking about out in the shop, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know which what she meant, but I'll I'll take it as the shop. Just roll with it. Yeah, I'll just I'll take the money and run. Um, but but now you know, as being part of that community on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, on YouTube, it's just this this amazing thing where I finally sort of fit in, and it makes sense. You know, like I don't think I don't think it made sense to me before. I'm just like I was curious. I was like interested in putting things together, and like you know, I don't know. I guess it felt like a, a weird fixation whereas now it feels like a passion yeah and you know i as a musician you know most of my life i never felt like i fit in with the other musicians because they were there for other reasons than me and you know in again hindsight and this is very like close hindsight so i don't have quite the perspective that i you know that i will later but in hindsight i look at it that i was just interested in making you know like the making of of music not necessarily music itself i, I still identify as a musician heavily but um 
I just I approached it like I approached it differently. I was talking with with uh, Zach from ZH uh, Fabrications, and he's also a musician. And um, I saw him pack his car on his vlog. That was I mean, pack his uh, guitar. His guitar in the great. car, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, and so he was talking about. It's like it's funny how many of us are musicians in this like maker movement. And I was thinking about. It, I was like, yeah, you know, it's like I thought when I kind of started making these videos and putting myself out there into this world that I was going to be like that was going to be like my novelty. It's like, oh, I'm a musician that now makes stuff. And it's like like fifty percent of us are like musicians. So there's something about that. It's like that creating whether it's. And I remember saying that even once in an interview uh, on the, on a phone interview with some lady that was writing about upcycling. And I said, well, you know, it's like making music and making stuff. It all comes from the same part of the brain. And she goes, no, it doesn't. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? How do you know? <laughs> it's like, what? It's like, you tapped into my brain? Like, what? <laughs> Is this the Matrix? But, um, yeah, it's it's just like, for me, that's that's what it's about making something. It's about creating something. And, uh, and yeah, it's absolutely to find out that there's other people that aren't necessarily thinking about making and creating things in the same way as your peers and as your friends, you know, that – it's like this new peer group and this new friend group that's sort of informing thanks to the internet. Well, and, and, and that's the thing is that um, what an honor it is for me, and I'm sure you two, that this podcast, people have reached out and said that one thing that we're making is a difference in these people's lives. And it's just because it, it's, again, that, that bringing everybody together. I want to give a shout out to, um, to Opa. Opa sent me a very, very cool... Uh, just a, a decorative art looking little lizard. I love it. And, um, I met him in Atlanta. I know I'm showing the boys and the audience can't see it. Trust me. It's cool. Um, it's cool. but I, I met it. I met him in Atlanta and, and he basically said, and it, and it really touched, touched me. My heart was, he said, you know, Bill, you really inspired me and I'm, I'm finding myself motivated and, and making again. And to hear that from somebody who's got, you know, years of experience of, of doing, it's just, I, I can't, I can't even fathom this, this podcast gives us a, more of a voice to reach out to people. And then our video channels and the groups on, on Facebook and, and other social media, this is awesome, man. I, I feel so honored. I yeah, really, absolutely. really do. Absolutely. That's all I ever wanted to do as a, as a musician, as a young artist, you know, writing, you know, words and music and combining this and that. I just wanted to, to affect people's lives in a positive way. And uh, I had minimal success at that. I made a few people happy along the way. but And, and I find like that, but doing this, like having this, this voice with you two, um, you know, that, that to, to be able to do that, even if it's for 10 people or one person or how many are less still listening, there's probably only about, you know, two left, but <laughs> you know, that's just like such a, it's such an awesome thing to, to just have a positive impact on other humans lives. There's so much negativity in the world, you know, and, uh, and you know, whether you, whether you're making something or music or I don't know, just having a positive influence and, and you know, in, in the shop, but, it can be a place but, to do that too, where you make things yeah, But that people. turns out that turns into a positive influence for us as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, it's just, it's just this continuum uh, cycle that just, it, it builds absolutely. momentum and I think it's moving. Yeah. You know, it really, it really is. When you, mm. when we get emails like the one that, that Bill sort of introduced the topic with, um, it is, it is humbling and awe inspiring to think that what we do on a weekly basis for a couple hours, hang out with what I consider to be two of my closest friends is Meh. is so impactful and so <laughs> and so stop it <laughs> i'm being serious stop <laughs> stop it stop uh it. you know it's so um 
is is a force for betterment for someone else's life is is like wow, this is the most incredible thing ever, and I'm ever. so happy to be part of something like this. And well, by I, part I, of, I, I mean created. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 but let, let's let's turn this into you know about like the shop, like you know we're talking about you know taking something bad and making it good. Um, th- this works in multiple directions. You, oh yeah, you yeah, can. I mean, you can go into your shop and you can make things to turn other people's bad into good. Uh, right. I, you know, like you guys made a lot of fun of me before about how I said I like to give things that I made to kids <laughs> and you said it was creepy, but you know, but yeah. that's like this, I like to, I like to give that, you know, whatever. I like to give things to people like, and that's one of the, as a maker, as someone who creates things, that's something really positive you can do is like to have something that you can give to people to, to just brighten their day. Like, you know, everybody has, bad days and good days and you know it's it's just nice to be able to 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 have that influence so it's not only about you know your own personal suffering that you're going to erase by going into the shop and 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 escaping you know into your work but it's also what your work can do if it can whether it's actually you know giving it to someone or just letting someone see it like the if the the visual of it is enough or you know um, you know, I I, um, I work in an office of about sixty people. The other the other sixty that work for the company I work for work in in manufacturing and warehousing. But uh, the people who are around me who have like desks and stuff, about uh, I'd say about half of them have a a genuine Phil Pinsky uh, iPhone stand or whatever phone stand on their desks. <laughs> so everyone has sort of these different iterations that I've made of uh, you know trying different things and different wood combinations and things like that. So I definitely get what you're saying about the giving. It's it's awesome, um, and and, and it's I love selfish doing too. You know, it's selfish too because there's a lot. You get a lot of reward from it as well. And, oh, you know. absolutely. Yeah, people absolutely. buy me lunch and drinks because I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like a, so. For example, there was um, there's this girl on Instagram who is uh, another another parent at my kid's school, and and she follows me and I follow her. We do totally different things. She's um, she does like a, a style design kind of thing, like lifestyle thing with fashion and food and I don't know, I don't get it. But anyways, she's doing a terrific job. And uh, and so she she's like she follows me and, and she she said, Oh wow, I really like one of those phone stands that you made. So you know what? I picked the most gorgeous one of the last batch that I made and and I like I worked the heck out of that one. I, I did the most amount of finish, the most amount of sanding, and I just wanted her to have it. I just thought it was great that, like, somebody from outside of my world was able to appreciate something that I was doing. I was like, you know what? You're getting this one. And and I know that we sort of come at the same time in the morning, drop off the kids. So I pulled it out of my back pocket. And I'm like, here you go. She's like, did, did you bring that to give to me? I was like, yeah. And she was just totally blown away. And that made my morning. So, I, you know, I, I thought that was terrific. And, and I really, I, I, you know, that I don't know if that's topical, but I, I, th- I thought that was really cool. No, no, that it is, is very cool. That fits right in. It's awesome. I know we said we weren't going to mention names, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but we Hi. already have a million times. Yeah. I know. So, um, Kyle, Kyle uh, Chase and Makes uh, does a vlog, and go read his latest vlog. That's all I want to say. It was it was so inspiring to me. Um, I totally I agree, guys. I, We're definitely not going to mention any names on this week's episode. Well, I'm just saying, if he's if he's writing a vlog, obviously I'm not saying what's in it, but go look at you're it, like go a, read it, because if you want to so be inspired, you're like a monk. <laughs> yeah, it's that's amazing. How do you get so zen? Father Thomas, he he thought he was talking to one of his superiors when when he was hanging out in my backyard. That's how monkish I am. 
Oh wait, no, that was monkeyish. Yeah. Oh god. Yep. <laughs> uh, but you know, it just obviously making good from uh, making bad from good is is the motto and is the inspiration behind reclaimed. As far as I'm concerned, anyways, like I've made things out of literally garbage, and and they're yeah. you know like my Rubo bench is the stuff that was in a garbage pile that was being thrown out after a, a you know a, a reconstruction demo. I was like, oh, I look at all this wood. I'm taking it, and then this is what I make on. So for, there is no there is no better. F- in my mind, implementation of good to bad or bad to good than 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 this this table that I used to create and build came from garbage, so that that for me is is it right there. That's that's the apex. I'm not a I'm not a particularly religious person, but I've had more than one person say this to me, which you know made me think about it a little bit. About they talk about um the comparison of upcycling to Jesus and uh, this sort of restorative process. And so I got to thinking about that because no, I've, I seriously I've heard that a lot. You guys are both looking at me like it's funny, and I'm not uh, looking at you like that. No, I'm not looking not. at you like it's funny. I'm just uh, looking at you because I'm funny looking. But yeah, no, it, it's it's surprising to hear me talk about that. But I've thought about that a lot because I do find that story interesting, even though, like I said, I'm not particularly religious, and uh, and there are a lot of parallels. But I think that you know a lot of these you know religious stories and stuff in these parallels, they're they're all things that they're just this way of understanding humanity is kind of how i look at it. so it's not just a christian thing it's like this humanity thing of this restorative process of our lives um christianity did that you know with its its way of assembling it and uh i i find that really sort of interesting <laughs> you, you don't totally. is that, is that was, making sense no but you're cutting out like crazy but i was oh. thinking that uh Bad to good in that story, water to wine. I mean, it makes a lot right, of sense. Perfect, exactly. You know, and all that stuff. <laughs> well, that, I that, mean, Jesus that, was a carpenter. It. Come on, he yeah. was a maker. He was, was a maker, carpenter. and he was a Jew. So, I mean, it all really fits in here. It sounds like Phil Pinsky. Are you? <laughs> Zing. <laughs> so, um, Tim at at Jimmy's. Uh, uh, um, farm thing. You did you did you you met Jeff Rody, yeah? Yeah. Or Rody Jeff. Yeah. You you did. He had the camping kitchen that he oh, made. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got to meet him for Maker yeah, Fair and he came awesome. over to the house and he hung out. Yeah, he's like he's um, like, Don't worry guys, I'll cook and he just had this box and you're just like cooking. That's <laughs> hilarious. He's he, yeah. he's a super nice kid and um that was an opportunity for me to see he went on a tour that had uh, Laura was there and Andy and all that. And then um, they ended up come, everybody ended up back at my house. And I can tell this guy was having, he was by himself from Maryland, I believe, using some sky miles that he had saved up just to come out here. And um, if I didn't, if I'd have known that I'd have had him bunk out with uh, Justin out in the backyard. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, it was fun to see him there. And that's, that's another way of, of making something that's, not necessarily bad, but you know, coming out on your own—that's a big step. That's a—that's a huge way to put yourself out there to, to be in this community, and uh, I'm pretty impressed with that young man for doing that. And now he's been talking about, "Wow, oh, I'm gonna make some videos. I'm gonna just do it. Make a bunch of bad videos because then they turn into good videos. Just do it. Hmm. Just make it, document it, rinse and repeat." I'm waiting for and, that to um, happen for me. <laughs> me too. I'm on the bad ones. Yeah. My, I, you know, I always tell people my videos are crappy, but sometimes what I make is cool. So. Yeah, the well, I th- yeah, for a lot of us, the ideas are more important. 
Yeah. Thing. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm trying to f- get better at making videos and get better ideas all the time. And, but that's the process of always taking that and trying to make it better. Right. You know, but uh, yeah, my, my, my videos still pretty crappy too. <laughs> but they're hey, I, hung, I, I hung a sheet on my chair to take a picture of the guitar. I noticed that. Know? Yeah. I noticed that. Classy. Well, you and know what it is? It was he was thinking along the lines of next level, of taking things to the next yeah. level, and that's what I one. applaud. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's yeah. it's part of my mantra these days. That's getting that video camera, trying to be more religious about a release schedule, taking my social media seriously, you know, speaking to sponsors, that kind of thing. So it's really like I'm all for that. Absolutely. And I and I'm I'm behind you in that schedule, but I'm catching up. I'm uh I've, I've become a lot more regular lately, and that's been a, a goal of mine for a while. That's my resolution. Yeah, yeah. Fiber. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but trying trying to get a little bit more content out there, and that's all you got to do. You're right. And it, it blows me away the amount of people that will, will tell me how much they enjoy my channel. I'm just like, my videos suck so bad. You know, I mean, but I, I guess they appreciate the, you know, the end, the end product. Do you want some so. constructive criticism? Sure. <laughs> no Why way. not? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm on Vicodin, man. You can have at it. No, I agree. I'll give it to you the post show. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a callback. That's all. Um, awesome. I, I really, really like this topic. I mean, I know that yeah. the three of us can go on for days about this, um, but I, I really want to keep this, this one to about an hour this week. But, uh, but, I'm so glad that the person who wrote in wrote in and that we got to talk. Um, Absolutely. You know, on this topic, both, both from a sort of a spiritual Zen kind of thing to a, to a practical, you know, hands on approach. This topic is so, so great. I actually told him I was going to give him a shout out and he wanted me to. So, Brian, we love you. How's that? That's beautiful, man. That was All great. Right. Great at not mentioning names. Yeah. Yeah. We are, we are. <laughs> We are right there. Killing it um, with professionalism. <laughs> that's right. Dear future sponsors. <laughs> what um what are we watching? Uh let's go let's go with Tim this week. What are you watching? Um I am watching I th- it's it's uh Borsh TV, I guess would be how you pronounce it. It's uh I believe Russian. Um but it's it's a young woman in a country that speaks a language that I don't speak. It's Russian. And there's a link in our <laughs> Do you know the channel? Yeah, I saw I saw her um or the table saw said that the sub, Oh, the slide. The, yeah, that was the first one I the saw. The slide video. Yeah. Yeah, so I watched a couple others after that. Um he has a very very well put together videos um and there's no speaking in them so it doesn't matter that we don't speak lines but they're just like they're you know how-tos without words, very well put together videos. Mm-hmm. You can watch these and and mimic every step. Uh, high quality video ship and craftsmanship. You know, it's just good stuff. It was like a female. Um, what's Norm? You know, that's what it sort of felt like for me. <laughs> from Cheers? No, not from no. Cheers. From uh, Norm Abrams. You know, like it just really felt oh, like oh, it was, oh, like, oh, it was oh, like that style. Or, yeah. yeah, like it was that style of video, um, and it just like was really. Well put together, as you said, but it felt it felt a tiny bit dated as far as the style, but still super professional. But I guess because it's a little Eastern European influence there. Yeah, so I think that I think that's maybe what makes it look and feel a little different. Like our uh, friends, a positive couple, like their videos do have a different yeah. feel than mm-hmm. 
the uh, you know the our side of the planet's <laughs> videos, right. but uh, so yeah, but it's it's uh, nonetheless the the quality of the builds and whatnot is is there. So yeah, yeah it was definitely there. Um, okay, Bill, what are you watching? I am watching. Well, what we've had, we've mentioned him on the show, Alan Robinson, uh, uh, woodworking junkie. Um, and this, I'm going to tie this into a couple of different things. Um, I don't listen to their podcast. I don't watch everybody's videos or a lot of stuff all the time. I just find that it's, it's become overwhelming now, but I do listen to, I try and watch and listen to a lot of stuff. And anyway, I, I, they posted something, William Lutz, you're going to be mentioned on. So I listened to the podcast and Alan gave me a wonderful shout out about the, uh, the, uh, angle grinder hack. And I, I was there and I checked out some of the, uh, his, his later stuff. I, I love Alan. Alan is, is so much fun. His channel's growing and he, he's well-deservedly so. So check out Alan Robinson, uh, woodworking junkie. And thank you brother for the, for the shout. And what, that also sparks is Nick Wiegand, uh, who gave me these beautiful um, cigar boxes that I'm making. The the Casey and I's are matching little set of of guitars. He was there was a group discussion about where he's like, you know, there's a lot of people that I follow, and I've noticed that they don't really, I don't have any interaction with them, you know. So I'm kind of culling the herd, you know. If if you're out there, and it became this big discussion about people thinking about it, and for me, it's like. I don't even realize that I know you're both looking at me like, where the hell is he going with this? Um, I'm curious to I, see. Well, I, I don't even realize sometimes that I'm not following people, you know, and I know that's a thing to do, but uh, I, I told Nick, I says, dude, I've been talking about you on the podcast and in, in my videos for quite a while now, but I didn't realize I wasn't following you on Instagram. So I went and did it. And it's like, the first thing that comes up is he's on this uh, train old school steam train uh, tour thing where they go to these lumber mills and he's documenting all this stuff. And it was like, I, I really enjoyed seeing his documentary or documenting his day uh, with all these old big sawmills. And, you know, the one belt runs 18 different things. And these guys are standing next to blades as big as they are. And wow. it was, it, it was really super cool. So anyway, I, I, I guess I just wanted to give Nick a shout out and say, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Um, I think I've said it before, but Alan was my first um, like woodworking internet Canadian, friend. Canadian friend too, he, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's in he's a little outside Toronto, so we're uh, we're both Canadian, and oh, I think he's in Niagara actually. I don't remember. Anyways, a little outside Toronto, and uh, yeah, so we uh, we connected and we did a couple of uh, collaboration videos. But that was uh, that was that was cool. That was like my first foray into. Uh, you know, into doing this online community thing. So that was really cool. But he is, he's a really, really good dude. And, and he puts yeah. a ton he of puts, effort into his stuff. Yeah, he's working really hard and uh, his content's always fun. It's always, yeah. always fun. So, and, and it's it's just a good stuff too. I mean, it's like he makes cool stuff, teaches you how to do it. Check out Woodworking Junkie. What are you watching, Phil? I'm watching, uh, let me just pull this up here real quick. It's called Third Coast Craftsman. Craftsman, Third Coast Craftsman. Oh, that's my other channel. Yeah, that's not you. Nice try. Oh. This guy, uh, first of all, he's got a great personality. He reminds me so much of like uh, Harry Connick Jr. He's got that sort of uh, New Orleans accent, and he's got his dog sidekick in the videos. And, Is that the and Third he's... Coast? The the golf? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, guess I didn't so, know yeah. that. 
I didn't know that either, but I've, but it makes I've a lot of that. sense now that you say it. In my travels, I've heard that. Oh, okay. Man of the world over here. Uh, <laughs> and I love Harry Connick Jr., so yeah. thank you for giving him a shout-out. He is he's so He has a charming. house in Connecticut, too. Look, look he's a handsome, this. handsome dude. So Ridgefield. tied in all of this stuff yeah. together. Um, anyway, so he's – so uh, this gentleman is uh, – I remember the dog's name. I don't remember his name. dog's name is Oots. <laughs> the guy's all right, but the dog – <laughs> the dog is tremendous. I think it's like an Irish wolfhound. It's just a tremendous dog. Beautiful dog. Um, Great with a skill saw. <laughs> really, really good, yeah. No, but he's um, he does some really traditional sort of uh, woodworking stuff. And as you guys know, I'm super into that. And just really high quality, out of the gate, um, just great videos. And, and explains and, you know, he sort of walks you through why he spent $86 on a chisel and what it does better than these other uh, chisels and – I don't know. I just love his stuff. Check it out. I really enjoyed it. And Harry Connick Excellent. Jr., I wanted to say that. Because yeah. I love Harry Connick. Talented actor and musician. Oh, absolutely. He what is. was that movie with him and uh, Sandra Bullock? That's one of my favorite movies. I don't know. All of them. Sleepless He, he played like... Jeez. No, it was like something Sleepless. like that, though. No, Robocop. I, I don't remember. Yeah, no. Robocop He's a too. delight, though, and who doesn't love Sandra Bullock? I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, let's see here. What else is on the old docket? I think we covered I can't everything. believe we just said that. What? Docket? No, the whole Sandra Bullock and Harry Connick thing. It's kind of... They are both delightful. What's the problem? Well, I don't know. I don't use delightful in my All the stupid language. things we've said on this podcast in the past two years. <laughs> That's what's going to upset the most you? harmless. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's... Oh, oh! Remember the Richard Gear episode? I mean, that's what Trump's <laughs> about. <laughs> uh, I do remember it vividly. In fact, touche, touche. Oh. Did I mention I just took some Vicodin for a sore back? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I, I do remember the forty-five-minute uh, pre-show. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out makertechreviews.com, williamlutz.com. Thank you to Justin Sparks, timsway.net. Thank you to Jason Payne. Um, contact us for show topics, suggestions, and all of that incredible feedback that we love getting from you guys. Info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or hit us up on Twitter at reclaimedaudio. Uh, on iTunes, please leave us those reviews. They really help in getting more people listening to the podcast, and I think we can agree that's what we're trying to do here. Uh, Patreon.com slash Reclaim Audio is the absolute best way to help a brother out and his two friends named Tim and Bill. Uh, <laughs> uh, and their really, children. You know, yeah, and the, exactly, and their children. Uh, their children and their dragons. And that's I would consider no, those to be children not. as well. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to help the dragons. I mean, for they're, yeah, they're for crazy own. people. Um, and uh, you know, I think that's. <laughs> and you know, we're trying to stay on the air, so you know, that's what I'm saying there. And also, I just want to remind everybody there there's that Amazon link on um, on our website, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. If you feel the need to buy anything on Amazon, just click on that link first, and then you know, we get a couple of bucks thrown our way, and that that always helps too. So uh, that's that's all I got there. Anything else from you guys? No, I just like to remind people that you can find uh, Tim Sway and Phil Pinsky and uh, Maker Tech Reviews on WilliamLutz.com. But I'm, you cannot find WilliamLutz.com at TimSway.net or Maker Tech Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> We're so mean. And today. on that note, have a great week, guys. Be good. Bye, everybody.